Hey y'all, welcome back to the Praying Single Mom Podcast, a podcast with the intention of bringing ease to Christian single moms all over the world as we discuss weekly real life issues such as parenting, mental health, childhood trauma, domestic violence, and much more. I'm your host, Lakeisha Cody. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Praying Single Mom podcast. I am so excited to be on. This is episode two, In the Midst of It All. In the Midst of It All. When I think about In the Midst of It All, the first thing that I think about is Yolanda Adams in the song. You know, when she talked about how God kept her in the midst of everything, because sometimes I have to sit down and realize you know, sometimes I have to sit down and take a breather and realize even in even in all the hell that I feel like I may be going through, even in all the frustration I feel like I may be dealing with, even if I'm, you know, not where I would like to be or where I would desire to be. I have to take a break and sit down and realize, you know, that God has literally kept me in the midst of it all. And some of you may say, what does that have to do with anything? What does it mean to say that God has kept me in the midst of everything? Because some of you may be dealing with some situations and you may not feel like you're kept. But when we say that God has kept us in the midst of it all, that means that his hand has been upon us in the midst of everything. That means that even though we've been through the hell, even though we've been through the struggling, even though you've came out of that nasty divorce, even though you came out of that relationship, even though things are not, not going right in your life and all hell is breaking loose, if you're still breathing, if you still got your breath in your body, that means that the Lord has kept you. And even if you're in your right mind, that means that the Lord has kept you. It's something about the peace of God that transcends all understanding the peace of God when we think about God keeping us if you can look back and see how you're still in your right mind and how you haven't lost your mind that means that God has kept you in the midst of it all in the song um, by Yolanda Adams she begins to say I've come through many hard trials I've come through many hard trials I've had temptations on every hand and though Satan tried to stop me to place my feet on sinking sand through the pain and all of my sorrows through the tears and all of my fears the Lord was there to keep me and so that just reminds me even when I feel inadequate even when I feel like I'm not doing enough even when I feel like you know someone may be doing better than me even when I feel like I could be doing a little bit more you know even if I make this thing personal, even if things are going on in my finances, even if things are not the best in my home with the kids, I can still have my praise. I can still have my worship and I can say, thank you, God, for keeping me. You know, thank you, God, for keeping me in the midst of it all. God, thank you for my peace. Oh God, because there's something about finding a praise, even in the midst midst of a storm. There's something about being able to keep your praise when all hell is breaking loose. There's something about being able to give God the glory when all hell is breaking loose in your life that begins to unlock levels for your next level that begins to show the enemy that there's nothing that he can do to stop you or to throw you off tracks and even in the song if we go back to those lyrics she said it was not because I've been so faithful 
Not because I've always obeyed. No, it's not because I've always trusted him. It's not because we've been so good. God is good to us even when we're not good to ourselves. Even when we got ourselves in some situation, even when we got ourselves in some messes, God has been good to us and he's decided that he's going to continue to keep us. And I remember back when I was growing up, my grandmother would always say things like, God, you know, thank you for keeping me. I didn't understand that. I would hear sayings like, um, a kept woman. I didn't understand that. But now I can look back as an adult, as a single mom of two children, two divorces, abusive marriages, abusive relationships, you know, out of everything that I've ever been through, I can look back and I can see how God has kept me, even in my indecisiveness, even when I, when I didn't know what I wanted in life. And there are even still some times when I'm just still like, okay, Lord, what are we doing? You know, what is going on? What are you doing now? What am I doing now? What is it that I am supposed to do? But even in all of that, even in my mistakes, even when I mess up, even when I get to the, sometimes when I get to a point where I just feel like I just want to quit and I want to give up, I have to thank God for keeping me in the midst of it all, for answering my prayers even in the midst of it all, for keeping his hand down upon me, even in the midst of it all, for leading and guiding me when I don't know my way, when I want to get off track, for, you know, keeping his hand down upon me. There's something about him keeping us, keeping us in the midst of it all, keeping us in the midst of it all. And I'm sure we can find many reasons to complain. We can find many reasons to bicker. We can find many reasons to be unhappy we can find many reasons to just settle and to be okay with where we are in life but I'm learning here that we have more control than we think we have over our lives it's our responsibility I was actually listening to Mel Robbins today and she talked about how no one is going to come and pick you no one is going to come and pick you. No one is going to come and knock on your door. No one is going to come and open up that door for you. Now, God, of course, he has the ability to use whoever he wants to use to help us get to our next level. But a lot of us are sitting at home waiting to be picked. A lot of us have settled in our minds that because we had a hard life, because things didn't go right for us, that we deserve to be picked, that we deserve for somebody to give us a handout, that we deserve for somebody to help us. But the fact of the matter is you can sit there and by the, before you know it, you'll be 80 years old looking back and no one ever picked you. Why? Because you must choose to pick yourself every day. You must choose to pick yourself every day. You must choose to look in that mirror and say, I choose you. I choose you, Keisha. I choose you today. If nobody calls my name, if nobody claps for me, if nobody likes a status, if nobody shares a status, you have to be that person that can pick yourself. You have to. You have to choose yourself. Yes, you went through hell. As Yes, you had a bad childhood. Yes, your parents may have not been the type of parents that you would have liked for them to be. That is true. However, you have a choice and you have the responsibility and you also have the authority to create the life you want. You have a choice. Our background and our circumstances may have influenced who we are, but we must be accountable for who we become. We must take responsibility for who we become. 
We have to. We have to. I could choose to say because I went through hell, because of the teenage pregnancies, because of the abortions, because of, you know, the two divorces and I'm only 31 because of the poverty that I grew up in. You know, I grew up in a household with my grandmother. She had all of her grandma, all of her grandchildren in that one house. And there were many times we ate noodles, we ate hot dogs, but there were also many times that she provided meals for us. But what I'm saying is I didn't grow up in the best environment, but I, for years, I would use that as a crutch. I would use that as an excuse. And I would say things like, you know, that's just how I grew up. And, you know, why does it have to be so hard for me? And why does things have to be so hard? And why did God create some people to be wealthy? And why did he create some people to be pretty? And why did, you know, I just always felt like I had the bad hand dealt or whatever you guys say. You had a bad batch of cards dealt to you. That's the mentality that I used to walk around with. And honestly, it wasn't until maybe last year that God changed my perspective. He changed my perspective on it. And I was able to see things in a different light. And it was also when I just kind of said, okay, I realized (laughs) there was nobody that was going to come and pick me because I was that person who was waiting to be picked. I felt like I had went through so much trauma. I felt like I had went through so much growing up. I felt like I deserved to be picked. (laughs) Isn't that something? Sometimes we can feel like we deserve to be picked. A pick me mentality. I felt like I deserved to be picked. But then I came down to the realization that I have to choose me. I have to say, okay, I don't want to live this lifestyle anymore. I don't want to keep choosing the same relationships anymore. I don't want to live this life anymore. I, I, and I have the power to do something about it. And it wasn't until I start reading more books. It wasn't until I start watching more videos. I deleted some people off of my social media account. And I only added the people who, who wanted to follow me. I only added the people who found value in what I did. Having those family members and those old childhood friends on your social media is not always helpful. And so sometimes we just got to do some cleaning. We got to filter out some things. If we want a new life, we cannot continue to do the same things. If we want things to be different, we can't continue to, you know, sit around and do the same things. And so I had to do a self-check. I had to go in and do a self-check. And I still have to do a self-check daily. Every day, I want to just say, okay, this is too hard. This is too hard. But I had to also change my language. I had to understand that the type of things that I speak out of my mouth, you know, it goes directly back to my brain. It's a science behind it. The things that we spew out of our mouths daily, if you say that you, you know, you're you're always struggling or you're stupid and you're slow, then you're telling your brain how to operate. You're telling your mind how to operate. And so we just have to be careful of the things that we say. But I just want to get back to the topic in the midst of it all. What I'm telling you guys is this. Regardless or in spite of what you're going through. 
trust me, we all can get on this podcast right now and give a story of what we are going through. No matter your um, the level you are in life, you could be a millionaire listening to this, a billionaire listening to this, but I can guarantee you, you can go in your closet and you can name a list of things that you are going through, a list of things that you are not happy with. But I can also guarantee you that you can go back and look and see how grateful you are for God keeping you in certain areas. And that's what I want to leave with you guys on today is to never lose your gratitude. Never lose your ability to see God keeping you in the midst of that storm. Yes, you may be going through a storm right now. Yes, you may be going through hell right now. Things may not be looking right. Your money may be looking a little funny. You know, your friends may be acting crazy. Your dude may be acting up, whatever that situation is, you know, things may be going on in your family with your children. There may be a family member that need healing. You may need healing in your body. You know, we're dealing with so much in the world today. We're all dealing with different type of storms. They're not the same storms, but they are different type of storms. And what I like to say is that storms come, but they never stay. Storms come, but they never stay. They can't stay. They can't stay. And when they come, they only come for but a moment. Think about when you when you watch the news and it may say it's going to storm for about five to six days. But most of the time it doesn't storm for five days. Most of the time it'll storm for like two to three days. And then before you know it, the sun comes out again. And so that's what I'm praying over you guys on today is that your sun will begin to shine, that you'll be, you'll see the sun peeking out behind those clouds, that your sun will begin to shine again. But until then, until then, never lose your gratitude, never lose your ability to see God showing up and keeping his hand down upon you. Never lose your ability to see God working in your life. He's working even in the midst of that storm. He's protecting your family even in the midst of that storm. He's keeping your mind even in the midst of that storm. He's been keeping you financially, even though you feel like it's been a struggle. But if you can look back, you can see that you never went without. You never went without the things that you needed. Hallelujah. You may have different things that you desire, but when we think about what we need, I can tell you that you have not been forsaken. And I can challenge you all on today to go back and look so go back and look go back and take note of how God has kept you go back and take note of how God has been good to you go back and take note God I could have been dead God I should have been dead God I should have lost my mind a long time ago God when I tried to commit suicide God I really should have been out of here but I'm still here you kept me even in that suicide attempt even when I wanted to end my own life you kept me oh God even when I wanted to give up on my children Father God you kept us you kept us in the midst of it all Even when I wanted to give up, God, you kept me. Even when I got the divorce, oh God, you kept me. Even when the people walked out on me, the ones who I thought would stay by my side, Father God, you kept me. Even when people put their mouths on me, oh God, you kept me, oh God. Even when I gave up on myself, oh God, you kept me, oh God. Father God, I thank you for keeping me. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God for keeping us in the midst of it all, oh God. We thank you, Father God, and we release anxiety right now, oh God, anxiety about our future. We release the spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We release any attacks 
that are coming to hinder us, oh God. We release right now our will and desire to control everything, oh God. We pray now, Father God, that your peace will begin to overcome us, Father God, that there will be a certain type of peace, Father God, that we wouldn't be willing to give up. Father God, we thank you for joy, that we'll never lose our joy. And even for those of you who have lost your joy, I pray now in the name of Jesus that God will give you a reason to smile again, that you'll find a reason to smile again, that you'll find a reason to laugh again, that even as it relates to you being so frustrated all the time because you feel like you don't have any help, I pray that God will show you, hallelujah, and that he'll even send you a support system, a genuine support system. I pray now in the name of Jesus that any battles that you are facing, that you will feel like it's too hard for God. Any battles that you are currently facing where you feel like there's just too hard, they're impossible. It just doesn't seem like this mountain is going to move. I pray now in the name of Jesus that God will show up for you sooner than later. It'll work in your favor. And so, Father God, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus for keeping us, for keeping us in our right mind, oh God. For keeping us in your peace, oh God. For keeping us in your perfect peace, oh God. We thank you, God, for keeping us in our word. May you renew our passion, God, to read your word again, oh God. We thank you, God, for keeping us in worship. Keeping us in a place of worship, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that every heartache and pain, Father God, that you are healing broken hearts, oh God. That you are taking away the spirit of fear. Father God, even the tears that they are crying, Father God, that you're able to see that. You're, you're able to see that. And Father God, that it is in your control. And so we, we trust you. We trust you to work it out. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you, Father God, for going before us. And we trust that you've already worked that thing out on our behalf. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And so I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of the praying single mom podcast this is episode two i will see you guys or talk to you guys next time be blessed mm-hmm.